the FT. I'm joined by James Blitz, the FT's diplomatic editor. We're talking today about the leak of over 70,000 separate US intelligence and army documents which give an account of the Afghan war between the years 2004-2009. These were leaked overnight on Sunday by WikiLeaks, the sort of controversial whistleblowing website. In terms of all these documents, as I said, there are 75,000 separate documents. What impact is this going to have on the way in which people think about the Afghan war and, and what it tells us about the conduct of that war? Well, it's clearly going to have a negative impact. Uh, The point about this leak is it's coming at a very sensitive and important moment in the whole US and NATO prosecution of the war. The war is clearly not going well. There are very high Western casualty rates. There's no sense that Hamid Karzai is still a credible partner for the West. And the Obama administration is coming to some very important decisions at the end of this year about whether it wants to go on with this counterinsurgency strategy, which involves having more than 100,000 U.S. troops in the country, or whether it wants to have a more deep withdrawal to a short timetable, prosecuting effectively a counterterrorism strategy at a distance. And I think that this kind of leak, although there's no significant new information in here is just going to give the public the sense that in the period between 2004-2009 the war didn't go well, there were a lot of civilian, civilian casualties, a lot of things going on that people didn't know about and of course the leak itself gives the sense of an administration that really hasn't got a grip on very sensitive stuff. As you say, it will undermine um, the administration it will undermine its, its people's confidence in it. Yeah, there's no question I mean it is a, a huge trove of intelligence information of a kind that should never come out. I think it's important to make a contrast, if one can at this moment, between this leak and the 1971 leak of the Pentagon Papers. I think that's something one should draw out. I mean, the Pentagon Papers in 1971, which had a huge impact on the course of the Vietnam War, was the leak of really sensitive information, which was drawn up by Robert McNamara, the Defence Secretary at the time, revealing effectively that the Johnson administration had lied about important aspects of the war. The content of that was incredibly serious. Here, the content is much less serious But at the same time, it still gives the sense that this is an administration that can't keep a good grip on its secrets. In terms of of comparison with those two leaks, I mean, 40 years on, we're talking about documents that that just anybody in the world with an internet connection can now look at and study, as opposed to the Pentagon Papers, which was a, a, a study that was done and it was a much more selective audience. I mean, is that the type of thing that will give it a bit more impetus, though? Because everybody can see this and they can see... Um, that a number of civilians were killed who previously we weren't aware of, that we've got a situation where, uh, for instance, one of the drones um, that the um, US uh, Army are using more and more of at the moment was went out of control. Um, you know, again, it, just the whole confidence issue around this. Well, there is a lot of detail in this leak of today, the 2010 leak, which is negative. I mean, you've got things like these 150 incidents in which coalition forces have killed or injured civilians. You've got the revelations about clashes between Afghan and Pakistani troops on the border, two armies which are supposed to be allies. And you've got, most important of all, 
indications about the way in which the Pakistani intelligence services are actually colluding with the Taliban because they're concerned about the long-term future of Afghanistan and reducing Indian influence rather than fighting the Taliban, as they say, to the West. So there's a lot of detail in there that adds to a sense of unease. But as I say, there is nothing in here which is a smoking gun, something which really would of itself turn the entire policy debate. That isn't here. So you don't think this will have a long-term effect, for instance, on the Obama strategy uh, and the review which is expected towards the end of the year? I think this is debilitating but not damaging. I think it undermines confidence, adds to a sense of public concern, but I don't think it changes the terms of the debate. I think at the end of this year, the Obama administration has to take a decision. Does it in July 2011 want to continue with what it's doing, keep more or less 100,000 troops in the country, go on with this counterinsurgency strategy to 2014, or does it begin to call it quits? James Blitz, thank you very much. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.